p.m. Central. It's time for Sex Talk with Lou. Lou Paget on Toginet. So, have you ever wondered if you're normal or why you feel distant from your partner? Why they keep doing that? Want to recreate a truly connected relationship? Or wondered, how do I tell my partner or kids about things? Then this is your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Lou Paget is a certified sex educator, an international best-selling author, and not only will Lou and her guests discuss the most current research, they will put you at the head of the class on good, solid, scientifically-based information and how it will impact you and your family. Known for delivering information about sexuality and relationships sans the sleaze factor while retaining all the accuracy, fun, and the you're kidding factor. Let's get to it. Sex Talk with Lou on Toginet. And now, here's your host, Lou Paget. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. And the day before Halloween, I think it's only appropriate that the discussion on sexuality linger over to what people will do with their Halloween costumes and how that will give you insight into what their fantasies are. So I just quickly went online, and for those of you who have chosen your outfits, um, Anna, can you just give me that 800 number again, and I'll, I'll read it out for people. If you have questions about your particular outfit, and you'd like me to weigh in on it, you can call live tonight, 877-864-4869, Repeating again, 877-864-4869. And I'll give you my expert sexuality reaction to your outfit and what you've chosen and potentially why. So I went on and I just did a quick Google of top Halloween costumes. And then I went, okay, top 10 sexy costumes. Well, the thing that I find most interesting about these the majority of them tend to be very body-revealing. And what they don't have, though, that surprised me is they don't have as much of the Fifty Shades of Grey stuff that I would have expected, the, um, because that is literally what is splashed on just about every box for adult toys now, is something in a black-and-white motif with the long, dark, you know, auburn hair and, you know, a little little swatter or a little something like that. So we've got the prerequisite nurse-type outfit, okay? We then have, I'm not sure, the queen costume, you know, it's slit up so high that one must make sure that they have, you know, trimmed well. Then we have, and the nurse costumes fit right in with all of the um, fantasies that you will typically see. You will also see the guys wearing the more thug outfits and the outfits that, you know, supposedly make them look tougher and meaner. And the sexy dragon costume. Honestly, I'm wondering how much business, this top sexy costumes business line here that I checked on, I'm just wondering how much they actually would be doing. Now, when I looked at the couple's costumes, you've got Beauty and the Beast, okay, 
you've got Batman. But what I also think you can do is check out what some celebrities have done. And they are, you know, because they often have someone who is there to completely help them. Um, do any of you remember, there was this, what was that show? But her name was um, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Well, that's what Fergie went as this year, which, of course, she has the body and just having had their son. Great outfit. Again, moving into that persona because she can do, you know, so many different presentations as herself. But when I look at the um, range of things that women will typically wear, seeing them going out to clubs, I'm going to clubs on a Halloween night. It is the less clothing they have on, the more of the so-called outfit it is. And But when I ask people what their fantasies are during a regular, you know, rest of the year, not, you know, coming up to Halloween, people will often say, oh, well, I don't really know. And then I'll ask them, what have you ever worn for Halloween that really clicked things for you? And that is when they can dig into something. Now, I'm looking at this thing right now that says gnome couple, okay? Oz, Roaring Twenties, Monsters University. Really? You're kidding, right? Um, they, um, here's where I will ask people. When it comes to fantasies, for most women, it is that it will make, they are so irresistible and so desirable that men cannot resist them. So either by their look, either by their body parts. And for men, their fantasies often revolve around how amazing they can make a partner feel, how much sensation, how many orgasms, what they can do that will create that. That tends to be more of the fantasy theme. So if we're talking about a nurse or a the teacher thing, that can be the power play interplay of I'm, you know, I want to be dominated, but I also want to be taught and I, you know, could be the naughty girl or it could be I'm so irresistible. I remember when I worked at 20th Century Fox, there was a woman who she knew how to just turn the head of every single one of the male execs. And what she wore is um, sort of a schoolgirl pleated short skirt, not overly short, but first off, she had amazing, amazing, you know, legs. And she would wear knee highs with the pleated short schoolgirl shirt and then a very tight tucked in white cotton blouse. And to say that it was, you know, these guys, would they just weren't paying attention when they were in meetings with her. And she was running one division of... Um, I happen to work at the uh, feature story department. So that was one of the things I, and when, and I remember one man going, oh my God, I can't even look at so-and-so because all of my fantasy stuff just comes up and I know I have to talk to her in a business theme. So Anna just said to me, what about zombies? Yeah, there's lots and lots of zombies this year. There were, there were plenty of them coming into uh, different uh, celebrity Halloween parties last Saturday. And again, you know, make yourself look like you've never seen yourself before. That, I think, is, you know, good, great fun. But for the majority of people, that's now something that you can do um, with wigs or with something else throughout the entire year. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to go and see. Um, so anyways, on the Halloween stuff, check out the person. Check out what you think 
might be their fantasy. And then what you can also ask them is, hey, um, is there more that goes with this story? You know, what's behind this? Many times the costume itself is there to evoke. Because think about what these things are about. They are about getting attention. And attention from someone is one of the most seductive things that you can get, right? And it is truly, when I tell you attention is the thing that creates the majority, someone giving someone attention is the thing that creates the majority of affairs, I'm not joking. And it is, so if you are not paying attention to your partner, your relationship or something, please be aware someone or something else might or will step in and fill that gap. Because we do want to feel like someone is there and acknowledging what we've done or you know what our contribution is. The other one that I have to admit does make me laugh when I look at costumes is the gnomes. Now, why would you dress up to look like one of those funny little things that, you know, I, I, to me it's, however, thank goodness, like a, like a restaurant, thank goodness we don't all want the same thing. Now, the other thing I'm going to talk about tonight is I'm doing a presentation uh, tomorrow for Children of the Night. I'm going to cover some of that material in the next segment. I will talk about a book that I just did a review of and wrote a testimonial for. It will be releasing, and she covers a number of different things, uh, and it's entitled Sex After. Uh, It was sent to me by my editor for all five of my books. Then I'm also going to talk about a segment that I did for Your Tango. And that was a group, that is a group that they titled it rather incorrectly, something about, you know, is it worthwhile getting married if you've lived together? Really what we were talking about, and I'm going to go over that in uh, more detail in the next segment, that when you are living together For some people, there's a decided switch that occurs when people decide to get married and to make a legal commitment on something. And let's be honest, if you've been living together for a period of time, you've already made a legal commitment relative to time. But there are so many, you know, there's there's some things that are, you know, very heartening and other things is kind of like, oh, I didn't expect that to happen. So I'll be talking about that. I also went online and I looked at a gentleman. This is just a little fun little FYI snippet for this segment. There is a gentleman by the name of Paul Joannides, and he is fabulous in our field. His book is The Guide to Getting It On, and his company is Goofy Foot Press, and he goes by Dr. Paul, and his he has one of the most straight-shooting, honest, big books about sexuality that has ever been put together. And I was just reading one thing on his blog that he said, for the six-minute duration of sexuality that most people have, you'll be burning approximately 21 calories. Now, if you spent that same amount of time sitting in front of the TV, you'd burn 14 calories. So, these things about people thinking that, you know, sex is going to cause you to lose weight. Now, I did a really fun segment with a uh, friend of mine, uh, wife of a friend of mine, and, and she is as well, on 
you know, she said, have sex every night for a week and it's going to really help you and you'll burn calories. Well, I don't think it's that, and I know it's not that as much, but what it is, um, when when Orna and I were talking about that's Orna Perkin and her site is Orna Bakes, O-R-N-A Bakes.com. We were laughing about that it really is about the paying, remember I talked about attention and intention at the beginning? That's what it was about, that you are making yourself and your partner feel good, and could there be anything that is better? Also, I have about 15 seconds before the break. I will be talking about a webinar, a four-week webinar that I just completed with a colleague, Michael Russer, on Extraordinary Interest. I'm going to give you some insight into that. Here come the tunes. Please stay with me. Lou Paget coming right back after this break. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Evermore, people have the means to live, but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl. The inspiration for the movie, Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection. With host, Mary Similuka. And frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things. And are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central, on toginet.com. Get ready for Wise Up Radio, leveraging your learning, leadership, and legacy with Donna Kimbrand, the edgy evolutionary, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. If you're an entrepreneurial leader or visionary, stay ahead of your game with insights, tools, and strategies that give you the thought leader's edge. Each week, join Donna and her guests as she'll ask the edgy questions, help you discover game-changing shortcuts to better thinking and learning, how to explore the ripple effects of leadership excellence and how to create your life as a living legacy where the legacy you leave is the life you live. As thought leaders, you need strategies to help you enjoy the confidence and thrill of riding the wave of rapid change. For more on Donna, check out her website, GameChangerThinking.com. Then join the conversation and sharpen up your wits on Wise Up Radio with Donna Kimbrand, Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Eastern, here on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. 
<clears throat> and today we had in, let's put this into the controversial section, that the, um, that the new abortion restriction laws passed by the Texas legislature were ruled unconstitutional and will not take effect as scheduled on Tuesday. That's what a federal judge has ruled. And you know what I find so interesting about this? And it just baffles me. I mean, it's kind of like, riddle me, Batman. But why is it that the people who can never get pregnant are the people who are getting the greatest amount of media time about being against abortion? They're all men. You rarely hear a woman stand up and talk about it because she will then get attacked and they'll say, well, what about you? Have you had abortion? What? And the woman who was the legislator who stood up, Wendy Davis, Democratic Republican, pardon me, Democratic representative, Wendy Davis, who has now announced that she's running for governor, she was the one who finally stood up. And then Rick Perry went after her saying, you know, starting attacking her being a single mother. It's like, oh, stop. Just stop it right now. And bottom line on this, this is not a subject that most women treat lightly. They really don't. And however, if women do not have the ability to have children when it is right for their life, there is a problem. I, I mean, I know of one woman, more than one, who was absolutely bamboozled by a woman who was her sponsor, actually, in AA. Now, the woman who got pregnant had no job. The guy had no job. And the woman who was her sponsor was an adamant Catholic who said, you had sex, you got pregnant, you have to have that child. This woman had no business having a child. That should have been something that was her choice based on her life at that moment. But instead, she put herself into eclipse. And let me tell you, I am the vice chair of the first endowed chair in human sexuality in the world. It happens to be at the University of Minnesota at their, in the program of human sexuality, which is part of the U of M medical school. And one of the other people who is on the council, as one of my other you know, council persons, is former Surgeon General Joycelyn Elders. And what Dr. Elders, and we are so close, we are hair's breadth away from getting the final funding for the elders chair. Well, the funding is there, but it hasn't all come in. And when you do a chair, you know when someone says this is the chair in such and such for electrical engineering or for photographic, you know, for full photovoltmeter batteries, what that really boils down to is that that means the university does not have to, within its budget, fund that scholar's um, annual income. So the person who has been given that chair, there is monies that earn and generate revenue for the funding of that person's salary and their research. So we are, we've already created one chair. The seated scholar currently is Dr. Eli Coleman. But the Dr. Elder's chair, really going back to abortion, she comes from a background of it coming from Arkansas, tremendous poverty, where, as she said, you know, what she wants to do with the Joycelyn Elders Chair in sexual health education is to interrupt the poverty cycle. And that poverty cycle is invariably 
babies having babies. And she said she would watch these bright, young minds and futures be absolutely wiped out because the girls at 14 or 15 got pregnant. And she said the thing is, when she was Surgeon General, she was down and looking out, and she said right off the bat, when Clinton asked her, she said, look, I'll come as long as I can do something that can make a difference for people. She said, I didn't go to Washington to get a job. She said, I already had a job. But what she was looking to do is give to people who had no hope, who had nothing there, because she was you know, the eldest of eight, and they lived in a three-room, she said, shack. And to get education is to give them the possibility of future. I mean, let's be honest, people. There's a reason why Malala, and I, I cannot remember how to say her surname, the young um, Pakistani woman who was shot uh, because she was blogging and advocating for the education of young women. And she said, point blank, to um, Obama, look, don't send drones. Send education. And give and be able, do not send drones. It just, you know, gets people ticked off and angry. Send this and give people the education so that they can create their world themselves. And she's very upfront that that's what's needed. The same thing with Dr. Elders and the same thing with this ruling in Texas. These women, if they do not have access, and Planned Parenthood is not all about abortion. I don't know why people keep thinking that's their sole, you know, thing that they're doing. It is about, for some women, this is the only place they can go to get um, to get uh, any type of women's health issue, have things be addressed. And bottom line is, our sexual health is part of our all-over health. You can't separate it out. And to me, when we are acting like we can't talk about this or this is not something you should be discussing, that is like putting your head in the sand. When I was in China, I was there with a group of entrepreneurial women. And one of the things there is that women go to, they, they go and they, you know, every six months. And if women make a choice, now there's the, obviously there's the cultural policy and the political policy of one child. But what they will do is like, it's like, okay, we know that this is something, there isn't the stigma attached to it. We have got to realize that women are, women can have agency over their own body. Do we tell men not to ejaculate? I mean, come on. Let's just, you know, let's back it up and start looking at the reality of things. People are beings, they're going to be sexual, but they also should have access to being able to have children and families when they want to. If families are not, you know, spaced out and children are not spaced out, it's not good for the children, it's not good for the mother. And if you're thinking about taking care of families, that's where the focus should be. Also, majority of people, you know, children, yes, they can be a gift, but the majority of people do not want to be the Dugars and have 20 children. Now, if someone wants to have 20 children, that's their choice. I just don't know how they can possibly afford 20 children. But that's just me. Maybe I'm just a little too, you know, thinking in the, you know, the right area of the brain where let's look at, you know, the practicality of it. So to go back to this, 
the the Joycelyn Elders Chair is so close. We are tremendously excited about that. And also, we will soon be, we'll, we're going to start looking for the scholar to sit in that chair, which I have to tell you will be wonderful to watch Dr. Elders be able to put the, uh, it is a, it's actually a medal on uh, uh, an emblematic uh, ribbon that the scholar gets to wear. Also, coming up in December, I'm going to be doing a presentation for the Coalition to Support America's Heroes. That I'll talk about in the next segment, in uh, segment number three. So here's the other thing I wanted to also talk about. If you are, this is the, the segment um, I did for your tango. And we were talking about, and I'll do the children of the night either later in this segment or beginning of the top of the third segment. In your tango, we talked about there were four experts who were brought in for this. Uh, Jacqueline Williams, Larry Michaels, uh, Melanie Gorman was also, she was the moderator for it, and Mary Kay Cocharo. And what we talked about, uh, Mary Kay and Jacqueline are both PhDs. Michael, uh, pardon me, Larry Michaels does work in the area of compatibility of people. Myself, I'm a sexuality expert, um, a sex certified um, sex expert. And what we looked at is what happens to people when they make a decision, they decide they're married, they're living together, and they go, okay, now we're going to get married. What are some of the pitfalls and what are the things that actually work? And one of the things that Jacqueline said, which I thought was really quite fascinating, she said, there's a decided difference, she said, when I'm talking to couples, she, she said, who come in to see me, and they say that the men say there is a, dis a difference between who the girlfriend is and who the wife is. And the wife, honestly, she said, is more patterned after who the mother is. So the things that they did when they were single, going out to the clubs and doing whatever and sharing things, shifts. And it's an unspoken conversation that people will often have that when you're the wife, now you don't do that. And one of the things she said is that we often have, and it's an unspoken conversation. And what we need to do before we go into that kind of a relationship, making a commitment, making a change that switches in your brain, because that's cultural, that's social, that can be your own value system where you go, well, I have to be like that because I'm now this. That is, you need to talk about that before you do something. And Mary Kay Kacharo said she has couples coming in, and she said, it's very, she said it's very heartening for her, and she feels really good about it because they say, look, we know we're going to get married. We don't want to have the divorce thing happen. We want to be as prepared as we can. So what are the things we need to put into place beforehand and, you know, when the bloom is on the rose, that's when you do your work. Don't do it when you all of a sudden, you know, finish things and all of a sudden someone's getting a little resentful and you don't know about it. Trust me, just because it's not spoken about doesn't mean it's not a problem. We're going to our second break, and I will finish the discussion on your tango. When I come back, I'll talk about Children of the Night and the book and more. This is Lou Paget. Please stay with me. I'll be right back.
This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Get ready to learn and play with Mrs. A, your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Did you know that kids are only 20% of the population, but they are 100% of the future? How are you preparing your child for that future? The years between the ages of 0 and 6 are crucial for learning and development. Barbara Allison is a teacher, parent, and author on supporting children's early learning. Learning starts even before a child is born, and parents are children's first teacher. Join Mrs. A for ideas, tips, and suggestions for fun learning and play activities as she helps you support your child. Starting early is starting smart. For more on Mrs. A, her books, the show, and her blog, check out her website, 123kindergarten.com. Then, come learn and play with Mrs. A with your host, Barbara Allison, Mondays at 11 a.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Evermore, people have the means to live but no meaning to live for. These are the words of Dr. Viktor Frankl, the inspiration for the movie Victor and I. That's V-I-K-T-O-R and I, movie.com. And TalkSense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with host Mary Similuka and frequent contributor Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. More and more people today are discarding their quest for money, possessions, and things, and are instead beginning a serious quest to find meaning in life. Until now, these discussions were historically in the hands of priests, ministers, and scribes, then to philosophers, psychiatrists, and psychologists. Now, these deep discussions are where they should be, in the hands of individuals, on the air, with you. Talk Sense Radio, The Meaning Connection, with your host, Mary Similuka, and frequent contributor, Alexander Vesley. Friday afternoons at 3, 2 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone. And Anna just reminded me, because it was so not on my radar, that chances are there's going to be many people watching the World Series tonight, which I said, I just do not get chasing a little white ball around a field. But that's just me. Anyway, so um, as promised, here I come back with, boom. The final point that I want to make for the Your Tango um, segment that I was part of, the, the video, is that when you are going into a relationship, and let, let's put it this way, even when you're moving in together, you should have the conversations on what your expectations are. I mean, I know people who have absolutely not done that, and it has been a disaster, they didn't talk about the money. They didn't talk about how much they were going to be sharing. They didn't set a budget. And truly, the things, I mean, you know, with, with my partner, what I did is I said, look, here's the house rules. Don't make more work for the other guy, period. The other thing is, 
if you invite someone for dinner, you cook, period. And whoever does the cooking, the other person does the cleaning. But what, you know, it's sort of like even things out. But what it did do is sort of put things into place for discussion. Now, for most couples, the thing that ends up being an issue that they have a problem with is finances because someone may be a little more conservative or someone may be more of a spendthrift. Well, then find a way to get a balance on that money issue. Also, if you have a money issue going in and if the only reason you're with someone is because they're making a lot of money, don't worry, you're with a wallet and that's okay too. However, the person who earns and has the majority of the of the money, that often creates a very different power, power dynamic. Um, unless, you know, it's a sort of a foregone conclusion that, you know, the one partner will be the one handling the money and the other partner does something else and that's just the way the two um, feel comfortable about it. Depends on the couple. So if you're going into something, have a clear open mind about what your needs are, what your wants are, what your relationship model is. Don't overlook that. And I literally, I'm going to talk about the um, emotional, uh, the Extraordinary Intimacy program that I just finished the webinar with Michael Russer. And one of the women, we were doing a follow-up webinar today, pardon me, a follow-up interview today. And her comment was, even though she and her husband, they've been married for thir- together 13 years, married eight, she said, even though they it appeared that the issues that they were both dealing with were, you know, they stemmed from very different places. They actually ended up being a very similar thing for both of them. And yet it had come from a different source or a different reaction or a different family event, but it ended up being very similar. And it's something that both of them hadn't really talked about. And one of the things that the Extraordinary Intimacy did for them was make it be able for them to put it on the table, which they hadn't had that discussion in 13 years, which is, hey, that's a pretty powerful way to open up communication. And in a way, we're both felt good and were heard. So talk about that. Now, here's another thing that I'm going to be doing starting um, in the beginning of November. I am going to be creating private Skype sessions for people. And it's because many people have said, I'd love to have a you know private session with you, but they aren't here in California. I'm not traveling. I'm not available. But technology has gotten so good that now, and also if I can see the person and, and interact with them, then I can get more of a feel and I can do my best work with people. So it's going to be set up on, you know, 15-minute, 30-minute increments, and people then can call. They can schedule with my office, which is um, Lou Paget, pardon me, um, office at loupaget.com, or you can call my office, which is 310-556-3623, and I'll put that up on the... um, on the posting for tonight, but it is literally because so many people have asked, can I get a private session with you? Yes, you can. So now going to uh, Children of the Night, which I'm going to be going to tomorrow, this is an organization that got created by Dr. Lois Lee. It is a residence home for 
children who have are homeless or have been thrown out of the house and, as they call them, throwaway children. I just hate that term, but that kind of describes it. And they had been forced into prostitution. So they had been rescued off the streets, and this is now their home. So it's literally they go to school, they have classes, they have the responsibilities, they have therapy sessions, they've got things. I mean, anything that you would have in a normal day-to-day home operation, you know, take care of your health, you know, teeth, dentist, all of that. And I go in twice a month now and do a presentation for them. So when I was there two weeks ago, uh, I said, said to them, look, you've got to ask me the questions that you want. I'm your resource. And finally, they, and this was the reason why I ended up having Olga Cohen on last week, uh, the woman who is Growen Industries, G-R-O-A-T-N Industries, and she has created the product, um, the um, uh, Inner Intimates, and great products, by the way. So when the, what happened is the girls were saying, look, we want to be using products that um, they're talking about using soap internally. And I was, you know, my reaction was like, yikes, what are you thinking? And because if you are using soap internally for most women, what will end up happening is you're, you're going to end up potentially getting um, bacterial vaginosis, bacterial meaning an overgrowth of bacteria vagina in the vagina, osis condition of the vagina. And what happens is that if you're using more soap to try and clear that up, you're just making it worse. And so what... Um, Olga Cohen did. She very generously donated her the packages, the the soap cleanser that she has um, with the inner intimates with the loofah. So each one of the girls is going to get the the cleanser, the very gentle cleanser, and the loofah, so that they can get a so that they can feel clean because they've been asking for douches and. As I said, you know, last week with Olga, that's like one of the worst things that a woman can use. And because the normal vaginal environment without anything being put into it is one of the, you know, most self-maintaining and self-cleansing. It's when things get put into it, such as a penis, such as ejaculate, such as, you know, lubricants, that's when things get set off. And also, depending on where a woman is in her cycle, depending if she's perimenopausal, depending on if she's taking different medications, there may be a change and a shift in her own body chemistry so that she is more prone for a yeast infection or, as may be the case, she may be using a product that has glycerin in it and if she's sensitive to that, glycerin is in essence a form of a sugar, that is sugar feeds yeast. So I have, so tomorrow my day is going to be, I will go down um, in the afternoon for my one-hour presentation, we will be going over the products again, how to use them, best ways, you know, most of these girls are shaving, and the hair, you know, being coarser um, for those who are African-American, and having something that can take care of it in a way that they're in charge of. That also has them feel clean, because the area of your body in the groin and in your armpit or your auxilla, those have different sweat glands, so they... 
produce a different type of sweat, and typically if hair is there, but it will interact with the bacteria differently, which is why you will have body odor in those two areas. Mother Nature designed it that way. The other thing we're going to be doing is the Italian method. Now, the Italian method is something that I talk about in my first, well, actually, my first two books, first, actually three, in How to Be a Great Lover, in How to Give Her Absolute Pleasure, and in The Big O. And what it is, is I named it the Italian method only because it seemed like something Italian would sound sexier than, you know, the American method or the Canadian method. But really what it is, is putting a condom on with your mouth. And doing that allows a woman to be much more in charge of any sexual experience. Now, these girls are no longer, they're no longer in the situation of um, having to be on the streets, um, but they are, you know, some of them are having, you know, have relationships or boyfriends and, you know, who are not allowed to be there, obviously. But they're also looking at, they want to have, and what I was brought in to do, what Dr. Lee brought me in to do was she said, I want you to give them information and have them have the feeling about sexuality that's good for them, that's about them. And so that's why I want them to have the feeling of, look, this body part is yours and you can take care of it. This is a way where you as a woman can, putting a condom on with your mouth means A, you know it's on, B, he's not going to lose as much of his erection, C, you know you're in control of the you know scenario, he is you know, it's likely going to be more of a turn-on for him, and the sensation is more for him. But the real thing is, knowing about safe sex is one thing. Knowing how to negotiate for it is the true skill. And that was a, my twin sister told me about a physician in Toronto who made that statement, and I was like, that is so freaking brilliant. I'm also going to have with me, uh, it's a book, if any of you are also uh, educators, Look at, and I use this when I do my presentation uh, for the medical residents and the marriage family therapist at UCLA. It's called the Illustrated Clitoris. And as I say, I think everyone should have one. It's by a group called Bright Fire Press. They're in Australia, but you can contact them at www.brightfire, and that's B-R-I-G-H-T, fire, F-I-R-E, dot com dot au and outstanding um, <clears throat> educational posters for people to be able to relate to they understand it it's simple they're nice we are coming to our final break please stay with me and i will be back afterwards and we'll talk about books and sex and dating after your 40 take care we'll be right back This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with your host, Lou Paget. Techniques and tips are her specialty. She delivers bite-sized chunks of information you can use right away that work. So stand by for more sex talk when we get back after these. This is Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet.com. Connect with Juliana and connect with what lies beneath. Friday afternoons at 4 or 3 central on toginet.com. Juliana is certified as a life coach who wants people to connect. Connect with what lies beneath, those truths and answers. And through her counseling practice, she has helped others find their personal power and fulfill their dreams. And she wants to do the same for you. 
here on Connect with Juliana through intimate discussions, intriguing subject matters, and the expertise of her guests. For more on Juliana and her show, check out her website, connectwithjuliana.com. Juliana will cover it all. Nothing is off limits. She wants to know what matters to you. Make the connection. Tune into Toginet to connect with Juliana to find out the facts that could be hidden beneath the surface. Connect with Juliana on Toginet to make a quality connection in your life. Friday afternoons at 4, 3 central on toginet.com. Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing, everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask, with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles, Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific, on the Rockstar Radio Network. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd with your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Rockstar Radio Network. Welcome back to Sex Talk. Imagine having access to some of the best experts in the field of sexuality and sexual health so you can finally ask that question. Be it function, sensation, or something you've heard, this is the spot. It's Sex Talk with Lou on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Lou Paget. Welcome back, everyone. And one of the things I wanted to um, talk with you or, or give you a little insight into this evening is the program, the webinar that I just finished called um, Extraordinary Intimacy. And I have to tell you, it is something that the gentleman and I who created it, his name is Michael Russer. He, Michael was a guest on my show. And he's the gentleman who, as a result of cancer therapy, ended up being having complete and total um, uh, erectile dysfunction. And what he did not expect is that this impact, he first had um, surgery and then he had radiation. Now, this is a man who had been in a long-term marriage, ended the marriage. Two months after that, that's when he was diagnosed with cancer. So just as he's ready to go back out into the dating world, this happens. And But what he said is the biggest thing that made the difference for him, excuse me, was wanting, excuse me, and knowing he wanted to have his heart feel more connected. Well, the long and the short of it is we created a, and after he was a guest on my show, we were on the phone for another hour afterwards. And I'll tell you that the majority of people, who have been, um, have had the impact of erectile um, issues, for most men, it's like the most dire thing that could happen. And yet, for Michael, he has a totally new way of looking at this. And I'll tell you 
the number of men who are dealing with erectile issues across all age groups is growing, whether it's because of medications, and we're talking young as well, we're talking in college, whether it is college as a result of Ritalin, Adderall, things that they're using, their study buddies, whether it is because of the um, pharmaceutical, other pharmaceuticals they're taking, whether it is someone who's older with a um, cardiac medication, whether it is someone as a result of an injury or because of diabetes or because of stress. Because the stress hormone, cortisol, works in direct opposition to testosterone. And if you are stressed, that's what's going to be happening. So when Michael was telling me that because, and really what he actually said was, because he cannot get erect, he said, when my penis would get erect, it is like my brain would shut off and everything went there, and all I could think of was, how do I get it in? And to be honest, and he said it literally circumvented his brain and his heart's ability to connect. And he, but when he looks at with his partner now, and what he did is he was very rigorous with himself about, I will not go back to not feeling again and to not having his heart be open. The thing that created and flipped things for him was a friend who was a a woman who was a life coach said to him, I want you to write down and to do a list of who your ideal partner would be. So he did that. And Michael being Michael, (laughs) it was like, you know, 13 pages. So he got the look. He got what they were going to look like. So the, the physicality, he got what their attitude was going to be like in the world. He got what their heart was going to be like when they, you know, encountered obstacles. Um, he got what they, you know, were all the things. And if you're trying to figure out what you would like to have someone be like, I'm going to give you a tip. Go on to YouTube and look at surprise engagements or look at something like that and listen to why, if this is a woman who's writing this list, listen to why they chose that person. You are going to hear the heartfelt reasons. And I love this one man who said, I realized she was so courageous. She was fearless about doing things. He, he was like, he was in awe of this tiny little thing who was, she was just, you know, took no prisoners and off she went. And, but what Michael did is he was, he listened to what his heart said. And I will tell you that when I'm asking people, and I've said this before and you may have heard me say it before, but when you are with someone, you cannot convince your heart to fall in love with someone. You can convince your head. And, you know, when they do arranged marriages, the comment is, your head, you know, will be there and your heart will follow. Yes, if that is what you are expecting to have happen. But for the majority of people who are not of that cultural attitude, there is just something that you do have to have that feeling. And if you're already being intimate with someone, you wake up in the middle of the night, you roll over and you look at them. If it makes your heart smile, chances are you're in the right place. If it doesn't, you can't convince your heart to do something. I mean, there's a, you listen to some country and western songs. They really tell you the truth about what's going on. 
and if you really want to like rip your heart out and throw it on the ground, listen listen to some old country and western songs. But what I you know liked about and so was impressed with when Michael and I put this together, this is this change and it was our beta testing. It will be a six week program. We'll be starting it in 2014. And what what we wanted is we wanted to get the feedback and some of the comments from people, each person of the couples, and some were couples, some were singles, of what they got were so heartwarming that they realized that you know they wanted to be totally present with their partners. So each week there were tiny little exercises to do. But most times we don't give ourselves permission to pay attention to our own relationships. And people, you must do that. I just happened to be on Facebook. And I saw a woman, I remember I said at the beginning of the show that I'm going to be doing a presentation for Coalition to Support America's Heroes. And there'll be um, five of us who are on the panel. One of them is Dr. Linda Mona. And she's also been a guest on my show. She's at the VA here in Long Beach. And she said she ran into her doctor, and I'm going to massacre his name, Frege today, and he was the physician who supported her right as a disabled woman to have biological children, and he facilitated both of her pregnancies. Love him. And that is, you know, she ran into him at the Ronald Reagan UCLA Med- Medical Center. But for Linda, her, she is a PhD. She is phenomenal as a therapist. But the thing that, two of the things that mean the most to her in her life are her two boys. And, again, talk about our health and our sexual health and that our sexuality is something that creates that life. It creates that essence. And as I say, if there's something more powerful than sexuality, something more powerful, that something that creates more life, creates more love, hey, sign me up because I want to know about it. Now, the final thing I'm going to be talking about here is a book that I did a review of and I will likely be talking about it again when it releases, it's a book titled Sex After. Now, you may be able to go online and pre-order it. The author is Iris Krasnows, K-R-A-S-N-O-W. And she's also the best-selling author of The Secret Lives of Wives and Surrendering to Marriage. And she did a great book, and it was it isn't so much clinical or scientific, um, but we both have the same editor, Lauren Marino, at um, Gotham Books, Division of Penguin USA. And what she looked at is women talking about how intimacy changes throughout all the different parts in their lives. And the one area that I really looked at is sex, you know, after a certain age, because that's where many of my friends are right now, after 40, coming out of a marriage um, and having children. And one of the big things that really is different for many women who had previously been married for a period of time is how going back into the dating world, the expectation is having sex much more quickly than they would have previously. And that has to be something that gets negotiated. And in my mind, it's something you need to address right away. Not about the having it, but where you are and what your value system is. Because for if the only thing someone is there to do is to have sex right away, that's okay. But after a period of time, 
that's like shooting fish in a barrel. Why would you do that? You want something a little more interesting. And even though the you know, so-called hookup generation, which in college, that's, if that's what you wish to do, but still, there's a young woman who I am mentoring, and she is working on that entire theme. Um, what, you know, to and I, she and I are talking about this. But really, the thing that is important, talked about Michael and how he created this ideal partner, and I'll tell you right now, he has for a year been in a relationship with a woman who hit every single one of those things. And it was shocking to him when he went back and reviewed what he had written. And remember I talk about your thoughts are things. They really are. And, you know, if you have the feeling that you only need someone to take care of you, well, that's what you're going to get. But if you want someone who is a genuine partner, who is there to grow with you, and someone who wants to be there with you, Put that out there. Look, I mean, I've heard all the horror stories of the guys who show up. They, you know, order all the meal. They do everything and then escape. But, you know, that's not what most people want. They want someone who wants them for their heart, for their love. And, you know, there's this thing of when you listen to, I mean, really the way I describe this book, Sex After, is this is literally like having your girlfriends in a book that you can read with a glass of wine and go like this, oh, my God, I've been there too. Or, oh, I guess I don't. I'm not going to have to hit that um, minefield. Take care of yourself, people. I mean, the children of the night is my volunteering thing. Your tango is something that I do to give information so that people can, you know, be, you know, get help. They can find me. And if people want to do the private book, it's office at Lou Paget. You can also do it through my website. Or you can call my office at 310-556-3623. Thank you so much for being with me. This is Lou Paget, and this was Sex in the News and Lou on Sex. Bye for now. Thank you for being a part of Sex Talk with Lou on TogiNet with host Lou Paget. Every week, this will be your chance to be a fly on the wall and learn about one of the most important parts of our health, our sexual health. Join Lou Paget.